calculations are correct, you're gonna see some serious shit. Yeah, I'm a nerd. Pretty proud of it. Learn it, know it, live it. Hey, what y'all doing? Right now, I got some uh, happy, hairy, hard on vibes. If you know, you know. And if you don't, you're an asshole. Fingers crossed. Everybody knows the war is over. Everybody knows the good guys lost. Everybody. Anyway, what up? I'm your host, D. This is the podcast of pain. Uh, very impromptu. Uh, I was going to go on and just start shit talking because I'm not here the co-host. He's off doing his own thing. I'm here doing the podcast of motherfucking pain. That's what I do. Um, this is episode 28. I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and call it impromptu. I decided like when I was coming home from work that I'm going to do this episode on man crushes. Knock it the fuck out. Schedule's all fucked up anyway. We were doing this uh, every other week. And then the Ninja Turtle thing was already scheduled, and then because Will has to take his kids, and it's just a pain in the ass. So I'm doing this. We'll catch up when the fuck we catch up. It's already been proven I can do this goddamn show by myself. Right? Right. Anyway, I am your host, D. Welcome to the Podcast of Pain, episode 28, Man Crushes. Before we get started, I just want to say I fucking hate this bitch. I know a lot of you guys are like, oh, man, I know who he's talking about. Do you? No, you don't. Because I hate a lot of fucking people. And I know that they say that hate is a strong word. This in particular individual that I have to engage with on a regular basis, I don't believe that hate is strong enough a word. Okay? I cannot wait for somebody to drop a motherfucking house on this bitch. I hope that the next time this bitch takes a piss in a public fucking bathroom, she catches something and it burns her shit all the way the fuck out. She's the type of person that a doctor would hire just to send into a waiting room to tell a family, hey, you're, you're such and such is dying of cancer. You have a month. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. She's like one of those like universal soldier with uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. You know how they... they systematically trained little kids from birth basically to like kill and not feel pain and be not empathetic and and all that shit. That's her. I feel like she was trained. I've made this joke earlier in the week because you know, we, we've had another fucking school shooting. It's a sick, sad world that we live in where you have to just hope your kid comes home in one fucking piece now, you know, but um, I made the joke that the reason why she's such a bitch is because her parents didn't have AR-15s in the house when she was a kid, when she was going to school. A lot of people got it. A lot of people were like, holy shit, you're fucked up. I know. I know I'm fucked up. Like, I usually tell this to people uh, day number one. I am fucked up, and I have fucking problems. Um, I've never run away from it. I've never disowned it. Um, And I'm definitely not going to walk on eggshells for anybody in regards to my personality. Anyway... She's just unnecessarily a cunt. You know what I mean? Like, anybody else in that fucking office, I can fake it. Even if I don't like them personally, uh, I don't like what they look like. I don't like their interests. I don't like their personality. I don't like their voice. I don't like what kind of fucking caffeinated drinks they drink in the morning to get themselves through another work day. I can fake it and get along with most anybody, which is really bad because I don't like people at all. Um, but this in particular person's a fucking cunt. Like, if I could just, I mean, man, I would pick her up and throw her into, no, I wouldn't throw her into traffic. I'm this caring of a person as far as, like, my team, because I know a lot of us feel the same way. I would pick her up and carry her into traffic, and I would risk getting mowed down by a fucking semi-truck just to help rid the world of this wretched bitch. I like that. 
Anyway, uh, since we're talking negativity, I also fucking talk. I talk all kinds of ungodly shit about my father in the other room there. Um, he's slowly withering away to nothing. Hearing's going. Vision's going. Everything's going. And he's increasingly becoming more and more annoying every single fucking day. I sit in the, I sit in the driveway before I come home. Um, well, when I get home, I sit in the driveway for about 20 minutes, sometimes 30, and I contemplate because I do not want to go into the fucking house. He's going to stop and ask me to do something. Stop and ask me to go somewhere, take him somewhere, pick him up something, bring him back something. After this long, wretched fucking day of delivering mail and having to deal with other people's personalities, it's frustrating, you know, and I know a lot of people hold them in such a high regard, and it's a little, I don't know, it's a, it's a, it sucks when you hear me fucking talking shit, right? But, um, it's my cross to bear, and not the cross of anybody else. If you have great stories in regards to him, cool. I appreciate that. I appreciate you holding him in such a high regard. I have reasons that I do not. I have seen and heard things you people, the fans of him, were not privy to. Maybe that's an excuse. Maybe that's not an excuse. It doesn't really matter to me. These are the reasons that I harbor the feelings that I do. With that, um, I was talking shit the other day, and I made a video he was struggling to fix or put on or turn on his fucking hearing aids or whatever like that. And, I, you know, I said, like, straight up, man, I thought you Marines were built to last. <laughs> Should have joined the fucking Navy. You know, and, I, and explicitly at the end of that video, I said, you know, I'm st- I'm part of the generation of people that can still take a joke. You know, I'm not these cancel culture motherfuckers. Oh, you're Republican? Canceled. You're, you're a Democrat? Canceled. You believe in this guy? Canceled. You said this offensive word? Canceled. You slapped somebody? Canceled. Fuck that. Grow a fucking pair of balls. Um, with that, uh... I did have a response that I would like to share with you guys right now because I, I really don't give a fuck. I'm going to show you, tell you exactly the kind of fucking person I am. Nine times out of ten, I will tell people straight up that I'm an asshole. I don't like people. I can get along with people. I'm not I'm not somebody that has, I'm not like a genocidal maniac where I want to see a bunch of people die at once and, and all that shit like that. I, I just generally like to be left the fuck alone. You know what I mean? I don't go hang out outside of work with everybody. I don't go to the after hours parties with everybody because it's just not my thing, man. If I work with you, I see you five, six days a week, eight, ten, eight to ten hours a day. You know what I mean? The last thing I want to do is fucking go hang out with you where we're going to unwind about work and talk about the same people and the shit that frustrates us because, like, we deal with that shit all week. It's just, you know what I mean? I can keep my work and my personal shit separate. Um, But... There was one in particular individual who had to chime in, and I'm going to show y'all what people would do to have a parent alive and well again. I don't give a shit what this man has done to you, but no human being needs to be talked about like that. I used to have a lot of respect for you and all your problems, but not anymore. <laughs> Look, motherfucker, I'm not one that begs any one of you motherfuckers, and I want to make sure that I'm looking dead in the camera. I don't beg for fucking friends. Like the people that are on my Facebook friends list, let's see how many we got so far. Just for shits and giggles. I'm going to make something very, very clear to everyone out there who doesn't already fucking know. Because my friends list, I have around 3,000 fucking friends on Facebook. Have I met more? Have I met a good portion of them? Probably not. It doesn't really tell. Does it tell me how many friends I have? It just says 3K plus friends. All right. Anyway, uh, a lot of you motherfuckers, I I, I know you from work and all that shit. And that's cool. And that's cool. Um, But one of my responses to this, this comment and I guess I should be I should be empathetic to everybody else's, but I'm not. I don't give a fuck about your opinion. You don't know the situation. You don't know the person that I'm dealing with. Like I said, people from work know him from long ago, but I've seen and heard different shit than those people were privy to. 
Um, I'm not going to apologize for my opinion. It might be uneducated. It might be ignorant in somebody's eyes. And I don't really give a fuck, you know, my life, uh, what I do every day, paying bills, getting through the day. You know, we need food. We need sustenance. We need uh, fresh air. We need water. I don't need 3,000 fucking friends on, on Facebook. You know what I mean? There's a very small circle of people. And like this comment here, I'm going to put it up again. This comment here probably would have hit harder if it was from somebody in my close, close grip, uh, close knit group of friends that I consider brothers and family. I don't, I barely know this motherfucker. I used to work with him at TAC. You know, I couldn't tell you the last time that I saw his motherfucking face, you know. Um, but shit, majority of us, everybody in Jackson's worked at TAC. You know, most of y'all got fired for dumb shit. He got fired for fucking misappropriating his time punches. You know, I got to walk the fuck out under my own two feet. So that's, I have more respect for myself because I did that. So fuck you. Uh, I don't pay my bills. I don't feed my kids. I don't uh, have the the love and respect of the, the people I do hold dear. You know, that has nothing to do with respect. You know, so you can eat a big, big old bag of dicks, man. I don't give a fuck. I really don't care. I want to make it very clear. The 3,000 people that I have on Facebook, um, when the shit hits the fan, you know, and let's say I reached out and I needed somebody's assistance or whatever like that, I know I couldn't count on more than a handful of you. So I don't give a flying fuck about more than a handful of you. Simple as that. Um, and and there, there have been days where I don't give a fuck about the motherfuckers that are close to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? The motherfuckers that, that do go above and beyond and shit. I'm not walking on eggshells for any of you motherfuckers. I'm not here. This ain't a popularity contest. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at the motherfucking, you know, ICP, Twisted, Tattoos, Wrestling, uh, Ninja Turtles, motherfucker. That ain't got nothing to do with none of y'all motherfuckers. You know what I mean? I push people away because I don't like people. I have signage outside my house that says go away because I don't like people. Y'all join the shit show under your own volition. You know what I'm saying? I didn't sell you tickets. I didn't make you show up. I didn't tell you you were going to have a good time here. If you guys feel the need to leave, hey, there's the fucking door. I've been I've been deleted by other motherfuckers that I've that, uh, considered closer friends, and I still don't give a fuck about them. I still have to get up every day and grind like everybody else. And then I ain't got nothing to fucking do, nothing to fucking do with respect. And again, I'm going to put that out there. Um, I don't pay my bills with respect. You know what I mean? I don't wake up every day. Oh, I'm just I'm glad I had these three thousand people's uh, respect. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Straight up. I'm a little outspoken sometimes, but I am never, ever, ever gonna pretend to like somebody just because uh, I might offend some fucking buddy else. That ain't my bag. That ain't my fucking bag at all. Um, let's see. I think it was. Who was it that said it? Uh, no, it was Gmo Ski who said it. I hope if Trump builds a wall, I hope he builds a wall between me and y'all. And that's my mentality, man. Fuck y'all. Like, I mean, I got a fucking co-host. <laughs> you know what I mean? If he up and dipped, I wouldn't give a fuck. Straight up. That's just how I roll. Um, I'm kind of weathered to the storm, if you will. I don't need people, man. You don't need people to fucking do a podcast. You don't need people to wake up every day and do your job, take care of your friends and your family, and the people that matter. This motherfucker here don't matter. So with that said, let's move on to some more um, popular pressing positive thoughts. I mean, I'm probably going to come back to it because alcohol is a motherfucker. Um, I don't give a flying fuck. Like, seriously. You motherfuckers need to go ahead and check yourself on the totem pole of where Darius holds you. You know, back in MySpace days when you had the ability to have, like, a top five, and if you had a significant other, she'd be butthurt. He, she, they would be butthurt, uh, whether if they weren't on your top five. You know what I mean? Like, anybody that wasn't on your top five, you had to system, you had to make that, you had to meticulously make that because everybody that wasn't on that top five or top ten or whatever like that, would be butthurt as fuck. I have 3,000 friends on my Facebook. This motherfucker here wouldn't clear my top 250. Like I said, I don't even remember the last time I saw this motherfucker in person. 
You know what I mean? And and we did. It was just a job, man. It was just a fucking job. Like I don't hold you in a high regard either. It never did. You know. So I don't give a fuck. What what? That's PayPal. What do you want? PayPal. All right. A receipt for Peacock. I can't fucking stand you motherfuckers. Always. This is what I'm saying. This is why I don't like people because people don't give a fuck about what I do all day, what I want to do all day. And right now, I'm doing a podcast and I'm answering text messages. Fuck off. I have an agenda. I have a plan and a schedule and I'm going to stick to it. Even though this show wasn't planned. Doesn't matter. Um, zombie apocalypse, guaranteed, man. 3,000 y'all motherfuckers ain't coming back. So I'm going to be very careful who I pick and who I put on my fucking team. You know what I'm saying? Um, Before we get too far off track, I want to remind everybody that Blaze, your dead homie, ABK, the anybody killer, is performing this Friday, April 7th, at the Shelter Detroit, Michigan, including Insane E, who I've mentioned a couple times, he's got a brand new single, Alien, on all your... Music streaming applications, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, check it out. Uh, he's also going to be joined by Knowledge the MC and the Michigan Misfits. Those are three of my favorite, like, uh, I don't want to call them, like, low-key. I don't want to call them, like, independent. But you know what I mean? They're on the underground. Those are three of my favorite artists on the underground. I support them wholeheartedly. And they're going to be doing it, mixing it up, killing this show with Blaze and ABK. Two of my favorite acts on Magic. Well, I don't even know if Blaze... I don't even know if uh, ABK's on Magic Ninja. I don't even know if they fuck with each other like that anymore. But those those are two names synonymous with a dope time. And below them are three names synonymous with a good show and good music. So if you were in the area Friday, April 7th, the Shelter, Detroit, Michigan, check it out. Insane E has tickets. The Michigan Misfits have tickets. Knowledge that MC has tickets. Or you can pay a little extra at the door. Check them out. Uh, Also, make sure to check out our sponsors. Sponsors of the show, Chimera Illustration and Design. That's the mofo that did uh, a lot of our shirt designs. He did the the logo for us. He's done a lot of awesome work for me. It's worth the money, man. So check them out. Up your fucking budget. If you are in the the market for a new logo or a t-shirt design, if you guys want to, if your kids want to make a board game or some shit like that, you know, he's the art guy. Go hit hit him up. Tell him that the podcast of pain sent you, and you could be uh, you could get fifty percent off. I don't know if anybody's taken uh, advantage of that yet, but I there I made like an ad. <laughs> Where's the ad? I'll fucking play that goddamn ad. None of y'all motherfuckers pay attention to it anyway. It doesn't matter. Listen up, Paniacs, because we got a special deal just for you. Just because Christmas is over doesn't mean the giving stops. Chimera Illustration and Design is playing Willy Wonka and giving away five golden tickets to five individuals. The first five individuals that head up Chimera Illustration and Design and tell them that the podcast of Pain sent you, you'll get 50% off your project. That's right, 50% off. So now's the perfect time to revamp that played out logo, make t-shirts for your podcast, or even make a banner for your (coughs) table at Comic-Con. So hit up Ritson at gmail.com or Chimera Illustration and Design on Facebook and Instagram. Say the podcast the pain sent you and make your world of pure imagination a reality. That's right. My homie Brian of Chimera Illustration and Design. Um, his return his return time is really good. And you guys have seen, I mean, if you see me and Will's big fucking fat heads on the podcast of pain, it looks like us. You know, these are some of the shirts that I've made. With Brian's help, you know, he did this one right here in the center. That's our face. And as you can see, the uh, the Paniacs, the red and the yellow, that was Brian. And then I took that face and I made the Corona version, um, my version of the Corona logo. You know what I mean? That's all Brian, dude. Hit him up. Check out his stuff. He's made, made board games, card games, T-shirts, banners, posters. You know, sky's the limit. So make sure you hit him up. He's on Facebook. Hit him up on the email, brianritson at gmail.com. As a matter of fact, I'll put it in the comments. Because that the motherfucker actually he needs to get he needs to get an email for Chimera Illustration. <laughs> he needs to just get a fucking email synonymous at gmail.com. 
That is Brian's email right there for Chimera Illustration and Design. Hit him up. Tell him that the Podcast of Pain sent you. Well, you know what? Just tell him Darius sent you. Because the Podcast of Pain, I don't know how many teammates we got on this motherfucking boat anymore. But it doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, back to the... Uh, Back to our sponsors. We also have My Nerdvana Toys and Collectibles. Matt's the homie. He just got a, a plethora of Twisted Funko Pops. Hopefully. I, I really, really hope that motherfucker gets uh, a signing or some shit with Twisted. Because everybody else is fucking doing it. Every fucking buddy else is doing it. He can't miss that boat. Um, let's see. Let me get this uh, Gmail shit out of the way really quick. So I can show you the rest of the... Tactical trash out. Curtis is doing uh, weekly trash service now. No longer the lawn care because I think he accidentally ran over somebody's kitten out in their yard. Blood every fucking way. It was a mess. He decided, you know, this just isn't for me. I'm going to start doing trash hauling. And he's got like these bright green cans now. They're beautiful. He's only servicing like Napoleon and Leone. We're trying to get him to work on Jackson. But if you're in the area... Hit up Tactical Trash Out and drop the podcast of Payne's name. And he will come out and he will, like, he not only is it a weekly trash service, but it's also um, just like hauling in general. So if you guys have, like, beds, refrigerators, uh, you know, you're doing the spring cleaning, that's the time to hit up Tactical Trash Out. He's also on Facebook. So hit him up. Podcast of Payne will get you a free on-site estimate where you can't, you really can't beat that. Um, also, lastly, in the sponsors, we got Kill em All Beard Oil. Make sure to use Pain Pod in the coupon code. Get yourself 10% off. They just released a batch of Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice-themed items. So I think I'm going to have to rack up the credit card a little further and get that because that's dope. Beetlejuice is my dude. Anyway... Um, let's see, we're already like 23 minutes in. I also want to say thank you to all my friends that popped in on, was it Friday? Saturday. Saturday's impromptu WrestleMania show. I didn't do a, a, a standard audio version of that because I don't think y'all motherfuckers care about WrestleMania. Most of y'all don't give a fuck about WrestleMania. And I just wanted to engage with the audience a little bit more. And that's the most people I've had on this fucking show. Like... I was pretty impressed. So Lid from work showed up. Um, Jesse and his brother from um, SE Rocks popped in for a minute. Uh, Keith Hurley, who's also a patron. And then Keith Lehman, who I've never met in person before. This was the first time me talking to him. Uh, He is homies with the Red 5 Network, ATSW, the Escape Pod. What up, Escape Pod? But uh, that's the kind of networking that I want to do with this show. I want to branch out, and I want to, you know, get to know new people. And it turned out that Keith and I were wrestling fans. So, hell yeah, it was a great fucking time. I want to make that an annual event. I might even make that a uh, every other month. Like, I want to go back to the, 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 brass, the brass tax. I want to get back to the, the, the main five pay-per-views that WWE had. You know, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, Survivor Series, SummerSlam, is there another one that I'm missing? Those those four, man. I would love to have a roundtable with you guys. Um, I invited more people, but y'all motherfucking moms are hoes. Or maybe your wife wouldn't give you guys the permission to fucking pop on for five, ten minutes. Derek, Ross, Jason Stoddard, y'all moms are hoes. Can't even, can't even like, come on and talk wrestling with your boy, but that's cool. That's cool. So y'all are part of the 3,000 motherfucking people I have on fr- on Facebook. I don't give a fuck if you have a, a, a level of respect for me either, motherfuckers. At the end of the day, we're all getting buried in a fucking hole. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It don't matter. Not at all. Thank you for always never coming through for me. I appreciate y'all. Anyway, back to the positive. Because everybody wants me to be positive. WrestleMania 39 went off without a hitch. I watched most of the first show. Uh, I didn't watch really any of night two, passed out. I don't like the fact that they split it up. But uh, we had the John Cena-Austin Theory. I think Austin Theory won. I don't know what that does for his story arc. We had the Usos defeated by Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. They are now the undisputed tag team champions. 
interested to see how the bloodline's going to go from there on. Becky Lynch and her homegirls Lita and Trish Stratus walked away victorious as they defeated Bailey, Io Sky, and Dakota Kai of Damage Control. The Fatal 4-Way, I still don't remember who the fuck won this, and I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit at all. Uh, let's go to the Russo. Seth Rollins and Logan Paul match was was pretty epic. You know what I mean? Say what you want to about the Paul brothers. Logan Paul is a great performer. He's a great athlete. It was an engaging match. I really enjoyed it. Uh, one of those assholes from TikTok or YouTube, his homie, I forget. The kids knew. ISO, ISO cool or whatever. ICO cool, whatever. Uh, he got involved in the match. That didn't go well for him. Seth Rollins walked away victorious, so I'm curious what's going to happen next with the, the Seth Rollins storyline. Uh, who we got next? The Fiddle Four. I think that was it for night one. We had Rhea Ripley defeating Charlotte Flair for the Women's Championship, and it was pretty fucking epic. I'm glad my homegirl got her gold. Hell yeah. Night two. Uh, I was going to do a, a thing for night two, but I didn't get that far. Let me see if I can pull up the pictures. Uh, there we go. There we go. Let me see if I can just pop them all on at once. Because there, are, there were two nights, which I, I didn't care to watch another night, honestly. And I probably, I'm probably missing one or two, but we'll go there. We'll, we'll get, we'll talk about it when we get there. So for night two, uh, we had a championship match. We had an intercontinental championship match. We had a hell in a cell match. As soon as it loads, we will go there. Okay, so we had Gunther or Gunther. Sheamus and Drew McIntyre, I have no idea. I did not watch it. Um, honestly, tired of watching all three of these guys. They're big dudes. They're brutes. They're, like, you know, very physical. So nine times out of ten, they put on a good match. I don't know. I just didn't pay attention to the story. I just don't. I don't know. At one point, they were tag team partners, I think. I don't know. Hell. Then we had uh, Brock Le No, Oh, here we go. Edge and uh, the demon Finn Balor. Didn't watch that either. It looked like Finn Balor had gotten busted open pretty good. Um, I actually might have to go back and watch that. I know Edge's uh, Edge's entrance was pretty dope. But that, that, again, this is something that didn't really interest me. I'm tired. I'm not a fan of Finn Balor right now. You know, it was cool at first, but I, he's worn on me. Edge... You know, no no hate to Edge, man. He's accomplished a lot, but I'm just tired of watching him. Uh, Brock Lesnar and almost, almost, oh, <laughs> uh, Jim Cornette always calls him almost. He's a big son bitch. It was crazy seeing somebody dwarf Brock Lesnar the way they almost did. Um, that was a pretty good physical match. Brock Lesnar walked away victorious. Um, I, I wish they would, I wish I could see something positive in the, the cards for almost, but I don't. Like you're never going to be bigger than Andre the Giant. You're never going to be like the great Kali, you know, some of the old school big guys that I grew up with. I would like to see him do that. You know what I mean? I can see it. I would like to see him become like a, a legendary big man, but I, I just don't see WWE uh, doing that with him. Um, Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes, that was the one that I really wanted to watch. And, of course, Roman Reigns... Walked away victorious. I don't see. Um, I think it was uh, it was Lid. He was saying he didn't. I mean, everybody. I think everybody was hoping that Cody was going to win because Roman Reigns had held that belt for so many fucking so many days. It was at least two years. Has it been two years? It's a long time. Anyway, let me see if I can get Siri. Hey Siri, huh? how long has Roman Reigns been champion? I found is 37 years. That's no, thank you. I appreciate it. This is why you don't fuck with technology because it's not correct at all. We're gonna go to Google. How long has Roman Reigns been champion? See, um, so in 2022, he became the longest reigning universal champion with his ongoing reign at 946 plus days, which is recognized as the sixth. Longest world championship reign in the promotion's history. And the longest reign of any WWF championship since 1988. Wow. All right. So, 946 plus days. Um, I didn't, 
I don't know. Cody Rhodes doesn't seem like the guy that, you know, I can see him as a champion, but not the guy to defeat Roman Reigns. Lid also mentioned that uh, Seth, it's time for Seth Rollins to get back in the spotlight, man. He's been doing jobs and building people up and making them look good for a couple of years now. I think it's time to get his comeuppance, give him the belt back, let him run. But I don't know. It's politics, man. I don't, I, I'm not in the, the know of the politics in the wrestling game. And as a matter of fact, uh, it was just noted that today or this past couple of days or whatever, UFC's parent company, Encore Empire, something like that, bought the WWE. So that'll be kind of interesting to see where that fucking goes. Um, Astronomicon. Where is it? Did I do the overlay for that? I don't fucking know. Probably not. Uh, this is what happens when you're doing the shit by yourself. Thanks a lot, Will, you bitch. Is it on here? Is it on here? Is it on here? Probably fucking not. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to go to the screen share. The screen share option. This is something all I also did by myself. Learned how to fucking do this shit by myself because if I had to wait on somebody else, it wouldn't get done. So, Astronomicon 6.5, y'all. You heard about it. The rumors were rampant, and now we have a date. Live, Burton Manor, Livonia, Michigan, June 24th, 25th, 2023, and so far, the only guest that has been announced, of course, is Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith uh, had a cancellation type of type of deal. It was the weather and such. So I'm curious who else they're going to get. They have said they have locked in several names. So let's see how it goes. They don't have anything available to view as of yet. But that's the, that's the dates. Save the fucking dates. It's going to be a regular con type event. Uh, no discounts on your tickets or anything like that. Uh, photo ops and all that shit are going to be the same. Tickets are on sale now at astronomicon.com. Make sure, if you like text somebody, make sure that you tell them the podcast, the pain sent you. Couldn't hurt. I, I'm going to be a mother. I'm going to get those motherfuckers on my show as a sponsor, whether they like it or not. That's the way it's going. So back to me. Um, did I show you all the t-shirts? I already showed you all the t-shirts. Uh, tpublic.com backslash all that shit. Podcast of pain. They make it really complicated so you can't find it. I've heard that there's, uh, there's sites out there that make it a little bit easier to search for products. This is just the shit that I got up there so far. I am working on another one specifically for the um, earlier mentioned coworker. I can't wear it to work. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's got her name on it. <coughs> it's pronounced a little differently than she pronounces it. It sounds like cunt when I say it. Actually, it's spelled that same way, too. I had to find the right font to make it really fucking pop. Because I, I want to put some, some heavy work into this one. Anyway, um, without further ado, though, I think I'm going to just jump in. Does anybody mind? I don't have anybody watching. I didn't plan this. But, uh... Fuck, y'all plant y'all give a fuck if I start doing my man crush list right now. Knock this fucker out. I don't need a co-host. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Whenever whenever I'm time's mine. I can do whatever the fuck I want. This is my room. My show. My podcast. So what do y'all think? Let's hit up uh let's do this real quick. Let's hit up Matt from My Nirvana. Because I told him I was going to invite him to speak on our man crushes. And I was going to have him talk some toys with us. See if he's busy. See, this is one of the few motherfuckers that will actually answer my text messages and not just leave me unread. He's a good guy. Love that motherfucker. Uh, the rest of y'all that left me unread, man, fuck you. Oh, yeah, fuck you too, Desmond. I forgot I sent you a fucking link to it show matt williams there you are my dude see if he pops on um snow's finally melting away still raining like a motherfucker though that sucks uh anybody got any concerts coming up i know that ritz is coming up april 16th my birthday weekend i think that's a sunday ann arbor michigan i'm gonna try and catch that i don't know 
I don't really feel like doing anything. I just sit, I come home, eat, eat like shit, and play goddamn Grand Theft Auto. Now the kids are playing Grand Theft Auto. I got them hooked up on my my crew so we can do missions together. If we're not in the same under the same roof or whatever. But uh, let's see. I'm gonna go ahead and start my list and see if Matt pops on. He might be busy, but it's all good. Um, there's no particular order to this, and I want to make this very clear. Just because I say this this person's name does not mean I wish to engage with them in sexual congress. It just means that there's something about their their personality, their their aura that makes me appreciate them. There he is. There's Matt. Hey, what's up, dude? What's going on, Darius? Uh, I'm just doing an impromptu show. I'm talking about my man crushes. So I did. I planned on having you on there, but it wasn't really planned. So I was wondering if you had any on deck that you wanted to share with us. Well, who did you name for you so far? I haven't named any of them. I was just getting ready to start, and then you popped on. Um, ah, but let's see. Gotcha. I'm going to go ahead and say Dwayne The Rock Johnson's on my list. Why? Um, why not? He's a good-looking dude. Okay, why? Because he's a good-looking dude. He's Samoan in black. He's a good-looking dude. Time to ourselves. Okay. I didn't do this to be judged, man. This is just my list. I wasn't going to judge Damn, you. Damn, boy. Somebody, somebody's <laughs> taking offense. Hey, Take I'm fired down. up. <laughs> I'm fired up today. People have already been pushing my buttons. <laughs> but I also... I've, I, I've, got, I've got one. Okay, who you got? Christian Bale. All right. What's your reason behind Christian Bale? Anything in particular? Well, you know I'm a Batman fanatic. And that trilogy was, yeah, you know, top-notch. But the other movies that he played in, his range, yeah, you know, you have to respect that. Oh, for sure. You know. So, yeah. All right, fair. This is the judgment-free zone. Unless Will's here, then I'll judge him all, (laughs) all fucking day. Well, that's cool. Um, let's see. Who do you have anybody else on in mind, or was that it? Uh, this is a weird one. Uh, Nathan Fillion from uh, what's that show? Firefly, Firefly, Rookie Castle. I yeah, he was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Nathan Fillion. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, bro- Firefly is one of my favorite shows ever. Yeah. That, you know, the Joss Whedon. And, yeah. Was there anything? That, that was it just Firefly? Or, okay. Yeah. Got you. Hold on a second. I'm going to put. I'm gonna pull this up really quick. Let's see. I think you'd like the series. Unfortunately, it only lasted one season. So it can't be that Fucking good. Fox. <laughs> yeah, fair. Let's see. There he is, Nathan Fillion. I've seen him in a couple of things, but you said Firefly is it. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, Firefly. He was in Buffy, The Rookie, Castle, the movie Slither. You remember the movie Slither? Yeah. He, <laughs> he was also in uh, that show that Drew Barrymore had, uh, Santa Clarita Diet, if I'm not I mistaken. I never saw that, but. It was a good I'll, it's a good, good I'll shot. accept it. All right, good shit. Uh, you finally, I was telling people, you finally got your uh, Twisted Funko Pops in, and you're, you're going to be at Astro 6.5 coming up in June. I definitely will be there. Awesome. Um, well, shit, since I'm still talking about Astro 6.5, who are your uh, bucket list guests you want them to bring? Somebody you'd be super excited about. Somebody you'd fangirl for. Damn. There's not a whole lot left on my list anymore. I don't know. You've met a lot of people. I mean, We're going to have to come through and like videotape your wall. That's oh, yeah. That, that would be fun. That would be fun. Well, we know that Kevin Smith's going to come through. Um, shit. I don't know. Anybody from Stranger Things you'd want to meet? Not really. Yeah. A man of few words, but still more words than Will. I appreciate you. Just, yeah, just there's, uh, you know, there's so much. I'm, You know, I got a lot of the ones. My bucket list, you know, Sid Haig before he passed, thank God. Right. You know. I 
Michael Keaton, I guess. I could do Michael Keaton. All right. Well, we'll shout out Michael Keaton because he's also on my man crush list. Just because it was like you nice. said with, with Nathan Fillion, it was Christian Bale that made that brought it back because like his range, his comedic right. stuff back in the eighties. Oh yeah, serious yeah, roles, right. Batman, Beetlejuice. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one too. Good shit. I'm glad I could help you. You know, explore your uh, openness now. Hey man, it's got nothing to do with that. I, I made that made that clear like earlier. It's got nothing to do with wanting to play in their pants or nothing. Just like I appreciate them for so many different aspects. Some of them, like The Rock, good looking guy. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, if he forced me into it, I, I would probably be. <laughs> I would be willing. I don't care. Whatever. I'm not gonna overpower the guy. Anyway, uh, I appreciate your input, man. And uh, we'll be talking to you soon. All right. Take All right, care, man. brother. Peace out. Bye. Fucking guy, always talking shit. Um, yeah. Out of everybody on this list, if The Rock wanted it, I'd give it up. <laughs> I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody else out there would would uh, disagree or say anything different. Who else is on my list? So I named uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Michael Keaton, Bruce Willis. I think another another uh, one on my list because of just the range of different films I've seen him in. I like his comedy, uh, his comedy stuff. Excuse me. Uh, Blind Date. What's the goddamn show that he was on with Sybil Shepherd? Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepherd. It was night, uh, night, uh, fuck, late night, date night. Oh, what the fuck was it? God damn it. See, this is why you should be prepared. Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepherd. They were in a show. Moonlighting. Kind of like moonlighting. Isn't it? <laughs> Should have known that. That was a Ninja Turtle line. Anyway, um, I really liked watching him as Jimmy Tedeschi in Whole Nine Yards. I didn't care for the sequels. Pulp Fiction, just his character, just his uh, his ambiance, his his disposition. A lot of his characters played. John McClane. <sighs> I think that movie series went on way too long. What else did I never saw Sixth Sense? But I like stuff like he was in Red, right? He was in Red, Vendetta. What is going on? Did I just blank out? I just blanked out. Surviving the game, out for death, die hard is back. What the fuck? Uh, everybody loves. Um... God damn it, I see your face too. Mila Jovovich, Fifth Element. There we go, Fifth Element. Uh, he had a lot of really good li- one-liners, too, in a lot of movies. Red. I never saw Red, too. God damn, he was in G.I. Joe. That's stupid. Sin City. All right. Um, StreamYard, you need to get your fucking shit together. I moved my fucking uh, my Wi-Fi. Surrogates, live free or die hard. Are you fucking serious? All right. Well, it's still recording the audio, right? That didn't just stop. All right. You bitch-ass motherfucking StreamYard. Try again. Please ensure you are connected to the internet. If you are, then this might be on our end. Yeah, bitches, it is on your end. I've heard nothing but fucking problems from anybody I know that's done the fucking goddamn stream yard. And I'm still going, so we're going to add this to the stream. I'm going to add... Oh, shit, I'm on the stream. What is this? Fuck is this? There we go. All right. So we're back. Going through... Bruce Grindhouse. I don't remember him in Grindhouse. Uh, what are some of the earlier movies I remember? Bruce Willis. Last Boy Scout was dope. Look Who's Talking To, playing Mikey. That was dope. Uh, Moonlighting. Was that a, that's a movie? Okay, that was a series. What else? All right. So, yeah. I put Bruce Willis on my list. Now, I'm not uh, ashamed to, to say it. Um, I'm going to say this. If you're a juggalo out there... Who's on my my man crush list? Blaze your dead homie. You know what I'm you know what I mean? And I say that because like not that I think he's attractive. I really like that deep voice though. What that what that deep voice do? Yo, right. Um he's always been cool as fuck. I've never caught him in like a pissy fucking mood. Uh he's always been really fucking chill. Like I think that he's somebody you could like I ran into him at Astronomicon. Was it two or three? 
on the elevator, you know, he was coming down to do his panel or whatever like that, and we were just shooting the shit, just in the elevator, just chit-chatting back and forth, man. He was cool as fuck, like a regular dude. Painted up, big dude, but, you know, cool as fuck. And, you know, that's, he's one of them guys that really makes makes the effort to fucking make your day, you know, even if it's like a 30-second kind of conversation, you know. He really gives 110%. So I, I put Blaze on my, my man crush list. Next on my man crush list, I'm going to put uh, Giancarlo Esposito, or Giancarlo Esposito, whatever you want to call him. Um, everybody knows him as Gus Fring from Breaking Bad. Uh, he was Moff Gideon in The Mandalorian. He's been in a lot of fucking shit, man. A lot of fucking shit. Uh, I implore you to check out any any bits, any pieces that he's done recently. Because they're, they're hardcore. I just love the look on his face. Like, just that that blankness, that serial killer, you know. He can pull it off, man. His range is pretty badass, too. Um, really, really, really fucking cool guy. Uh, he was in this movie called, it was a, ooh, it was a show. Godfather Harlem. Why did I think that was a movie? Better Call Saul. Uh, he played Anton Castillo in Far Cry 6, which was the only reason I bought that fucking game. Otherwise, it was shit. Uh, he was in Creep Show for an episode. Maze Runner, Better Call Saul. Let's see what else I know him from right off. Um, I, I ran up, I met him at Comic Con, at Motor City Comic Con a couple years ago. And I told him about, I remember seeing him in Stephen King's Maximum Overdrive. He was the guy in the fucking, the, the arcade. And he was getting those coins and getting those cigarettes and shit like that, you know. Getting his pockets all filled and shit before he got electrocuted to death. Good shit. Uh, and then I always go, I always ask people, like, what of your catalog would you want to recommend to somebody, you know, if they're not super versed in what you're doing, you know? And he said, that's what he said. He said, the gangster Harlem, which I, for some reason I thought was a fucking movie, but I guess it's a show. Uh, he's been around though, man. He's got some pretty good range. So I, I implore y'all to check him out. Now everybody was on Nash bridges. Jesus Christ. Let's see here. What? Nothing to lose. Oh, Chicago Hope, Waiting to Exhale, New York Undercover. Everybody was on that fucking show, too. Reckless, Bakersfield. All right, so, like, the, the ones that, the things that do the right thing, okay, school days, legwork. The things that really stuck out to me, whoa. Oh, shit! Desperately Seeking Susan, that was my jam. Madonna and uh, Patricia Arquette. Or is that Susan Arquette? Rosanna Arquette, I was wrong. I was wrong either way. Anyway, that was my jam, Street Vendor. And I hate those those films where you see somebody and they're in there for just a second and you got to really look for them. But it's cool. He was also in Trading Places, uh, Cellmate number 2, 1983 with uh, Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd and Jamie Lee Curtis. Before she started doing shit movies like Halloween Ends. Bitch. Um... Better call Saul. Yeah, Gus Fring is where, like, he really struck a chord with me. You know, just those fucking blank faces. Those, the, the, you know, he's not a maniacal person, but he, he, he fucking takes care of business, man. I wouldn't want to fuck with him. Even, like, on the street, knowing, like, oh, that's Giancarlo Esposito, man. You know, I wouldn't want to fuck with him. Just because, like, I, I see him and I see Gus Fring. That's all there is to it. He was also on a show called uh, Revolution. So basically all the electricity and technology. It used to be on Netflix, but not anymore. Let me see if I can get the, uh, the synopsis for it so I can direct y'all if you guys are implored to check it out. 2017, it wasn't that far back, was it? Revolution. Revolution. There it is. It was, uh, I believe it was two seasons, 42 episodes, 15 years after a permanent global blackout. A group of revolutionaries seek out to drive out seek to drive out the tyrannical militia that's taken over the former United States of America. Um, so yeah, like you see a guy bursting through the door, telling his wife, "Get ready, we don't have much time." Calling his brother on the phone, it's, it's gonna happen, you know. The power's gonna shut off, and it's never gonna come back on. And you go outside, and you see planes just dropping out of the fucking sky. It's unreal. 
Um, season one was really good. I thought it went on for a really long time. Season two, they turned the power back on. I don't remember how the fucking ended. You know what I'm saying? It 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 was all right. Apparently, there's like a digital comic called Revolution Endgame. Four chapters to that, I believe. It's worth checking out if you can find it. Probably have to download it illegally. Anyway, um, Giancarlo Esposito is one of my favorite villainous uh, actors, characters, whatever. Um, I have a couple more, and then we're gonna wrap this shit up. I've always been already been talking for a fucking hour by myself. Who needs a co-host? Who needs a fucking co-host? Punisher didn't need a fucking little buddy. Batman had Robin. Bitch. Anyway, um, I'm going to go ahead. This is kind of like on the nose, but James Gandolfini. Tony, I don't see him as anything other than Tony Soprano, but man, you know. <laughs> come on, man. If you don't have a man crush on Tony Soprano, get the fuck out of here. I don't have to explain myself on that one. Uh, another guy who I wouldn't want to mess with in the street, but like nowadays, I guess I'm going to take him. <laughs> I could take him now. Um, next on the list, we have Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash, uh, of all the professional wrestlers that I've ever met, he's he's been the coolest, most chill, most real, most down-to-earth. Listen to his podcast. He sounds, when he talks about stuff like politics, and I don't get into politics, you know, I don't fuck with politics. I think that every party, every side, every candidate, they're all snaky as fuck. They're out for themselves and their own parties and friends and all that shit like that. Uh, but Kevin Nash is very educated. He makes me, that's that's the way that I pay attention to the politics and what's going on in the world, you know. Uh, stutters a lot, stammers a lot, but, you know, he's getting old and it's fine. I don't, I don't fucking judge him for that. Uh, I, I appreciate listening to him talk. Listening to him speak on on issues. Uh, he's a very smart individual, for sure. And like I said, he's always been cool. The several times that I've met him, anytime that he's at a con, and I've got the money, I will totally fucking throw it down for a picture and an autograph for him, even if I've already got, like, several. Because he's that cool of a motherfucker. Check out, uh, click this podcast. He's on every week, you know. Homie just lost his son and lost his best friend last year. Man. He's still going. He's a big bitch too. He is a big bitch, And he played the Super Shredder. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. If you guys don't know, now you know. Get on it. And then finally, I'm going to wrap it up, and I'm going to say um, on my man crush list, Skeet Ulrich and Matthew Lillard. Now, uh, they played the Killers in the original Scream movie, 1990. Somebody's going to come back and say that I'm wrong. 96, I believe, is when it came out. I'm not going to look it up. I'm confident enough to say that. Um, they are two of the most genuine, caring, giving, passionate about what they do motherfuckers. You know what I mean? They only, You know, the horror community only knows them for those two roles. I couldn't tell you much of what Skeet's been in besides the craft and besides the scream as well as the sequels. Matthew Lillard, though, man, playing Shaggy, playing serial killer, uh, whoever his character was in SLC Punk, which I've never seen. Sorry. I'm not, it wasn't, my, wasn't in my wheelhouse. Um, but as well as Stu Mocker. Um, he was on House. Everybody was on House. But he's such a fucking cool dude, man. You know, just... So caring and wanting to spend that extra time with each individual that they meet at conventions. You know what I mean? That's what everybody's doing now is meeting people at conventions and doing autographs and photo ops and shit like that. And they have this thing where, like, all right, if you have small kids, if you have somebody that's on the spectrum, if you have a handicapped individual in your party, you know, come up to the front, you know. And that's not, that's not the staffing at the convention. That's them making that a priority, you know. And, you know, they're not handshakers, man. They hug you. They fucking give you their time. They give you their time. They care that you're there, that you decided to spend your time and your money to see them. You know what I mean? They're humble as fuck. And those motherfuckers are godsends. They are national treasures in my book. So hopefully you enjoyed my list. I don't think you guys are too disappointed that Will couldn't join me <laughs> and give his, his fucking list on shit. Um... 
What is today? Today's Monday, Monday the 3rd of April. We're going to keep on cracking, though. Um, I should probably do another topic for next time. Is that something y'all want to do? I don't have any viewers on live, but I'm going to upload this bitch and, and give y'all some uh, something to talk about. So I have, so I'm going to add these to the list. I When I'm at work and I have an idea in my head, I go ahead and put this in the notes. Um, so adding these to the bucket, alien movies, and that's, I mean, that's whatever, that's, that could be E.T., it could be Aliens, it could be Predator, it could be whatever, if it's an uh, extraterrestrial, something not of this world, then that goes on the list, vampire movies, that might already be in the bucket, but how could you get sick of vampire movies? And then um, we got zombie movies. Zombie movies is going into the bucket. That's animated. That's uh, live action. Whatever. And I'm gonna put. Uh, I'm gonna put black movies. <laughs> I know that sounds fucking weird. I don't give a fuck about your pronouns and your your specifications. I'm not gonna say Negro movies. Black movies. Um, because I feel like. That was one of the things that I did get from being in a biracial marriage, home, relationship, whatever, was I got the, to, uh, what do you call it, the uh, experience, got the culture, you know what I mean? And there's a lot on my list I could name, probably name 10 right now, and I guarantee this fucking ham steak titty having motherfuckers never even heard of them. Uh, I know that stand-up comedians is on the list, and I'll probably end up picking picking a new topic tomorrow. I'll probably let the girls pick a topic tomorrow. Um, martial arts, oh, that's another good one. Martial arts movies, and that, you know, what really fucks me up about that is there's so many Jackie Chan movies out there with even a little bit of martial arts. It still counts. That could be Karate Kid, Rumble in the Bronx, Enter the Dragon, Three Ninjas. It could, you know, it doesn't matter. So, yeah, if you guys have any ideas, and I implore you, anybody seeing this or hearing this on the, the audio podcast portion, um, hit us up, man. Facebook is always open. The email, Brian Ritson's the only one that fucking hits me up on the email. Let me put it in here. Uh, let's see. There it is. And I'm going to put mine in here. Will probably doesn't read that much, so I'm not going to bother putting his fucking email up here. So there it is. The podcast opinion at gmail.com is the main one. I answer them. Uh, as well as my own personal one. Book of Shadows Inc. at gmail.com. So if you guys have any ideas for shows that you guys want to hear us talk about, I don't care. We won't uh, not talk about anything. Really, like religion and politics isn't something that I'm into, but I will put it on the docket for the Patreon. I still don't know what the fuck. I really want to retool this fucking Patreon bullshit and attract some new listeners and viewers and patrons and such, but I'm not that motivated. Whatever. Hopefully you guys enjoyed my episode, solo episode of my man crushes. Um, let's see. I want to send you guys out with my, uh, send you guys out the old school way. And I'll make this, uh, bring this back and make it standard for the podcast of pain. It's a good jam, right? Thank you to Matt from My Nerdvana Toys and Collectibles for selecting this tune. It sounds dope. I think it's a good way to send us off. So, be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes. Hit up the emails. Send us some suggestions. And we'll catch you next time right here on the YouTube or your podcast streaming applications. I'm out.
Make sure y'all uh, give us a like and like the video, share the video, like the podcast, share the podcast. Give us a feed. Give us some fucking feedback, man. I don't care if you tell me that I suck and that Will should do this on his own. One, I know you're lying. Two, I know it's probably Will giving that feedback. Three, you're a total dipshit. But leave us some kind of feedback. I'd appreciate it. Should I hit the button again? I'm not going to hit the button again. I'm just going to leave you guys at that. It's been an hour and a half. Hour and one minute. Good shit. Much love. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Make sure to hit up the Patreon. Make sure to hit up uh, Public. Make sure to hit up one of our several sponsors. Tell them that the podcast of pain sent you. They'll hook you up. They'll take care of you. They'll love you like you're one of their kids. Except like Tactical Trash Out. He's got enough kids. He doesn't like other people's kids. He's told me. But he'll take care of you as far as garbage and refuse and stuff you need out of your attic and your basement and your garage. Other than that, man, y'all have a good night. Peace! I'm pretty good. Okay. And this is the end. We're still talking. So... We're going to go ahead and do a little extra if you're still listening to the podcast. Uh, fuck Will. Fuck Will's mom. Fuck Will's brother. Right in the butthole. Yes, sir. That's it. That's all you guys, that's all you guys get for extra. Peace out.